0: Three, two, one, count with Chris and Bryant. Three, two, one, count with Chris and Bryant. Three, two, one, count with Chris and Bryant. Two guys with a podcast, Mothman Power. We're the world's most fearsome podcast team. Chris leads, Bryant follows the routine. When Chris's laptop crashed, Bryant had a major panic attack. Three, two, one, count with Chris and Bryant, two guys with a podcast, Mothman Power. Howdy, 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 everybody. This is three, two, one, count with Chris and Bryant. I'm your host, Chris. And co-host, Bryant. Damn right, you're the co-host. <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Bryant?
1: Uh, movie. Uh, a Teenage, movie. A movie? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes with a Half Shell.
1: Yeah, your Turtle favorite. power. Yeah. <laughs>
0: My favorite.
1: Well, uh, your, one of your favorite
0: things. Oh, okay.
1: That's you want know a lot of things about.
0: That, that is actually, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for those who know me, know that I'm a collector of many things. Um, of, well, quite a bit of things, actually. <laughs> yeah, many things, quite a bit, however you want to put it. But uh, Ninja Turtles, surprisingly, my collection of them isn't that big.
1: Yeah, I just noticed right now, but... You wear a lot of their shirts.
0: I have a lot of shirts of theirs, uh, socks, uh, undies. <laughs> um, For the ladies. <laughs> possibly uh, possibly a hoodie in the near future. Or if somebody would like to get me one, that works too. But um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was my first favorite of anything as a kid. I had uh, pillowcases, uh, bed sheets of it. I still have that today. Uh, well, not the same ones, but... Uh, but new ones from the newer series that Nickelodeon did a few years ago. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about the original film. Uh, let's see. So that was released March 30th, 1990 uh, through New Line Cinemas, rated PG, and had a runtime of an hour and 33 minutes. It was directed by Steve Barron, star Judith Hogue and, or Hogg. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, and Elias Cotez. Um, this film actually made a hundred and thirty-five million in the domestic box office and sixty-six million in the for- foreign box office. And I don't know if you knew this, Bryant, but it was the highest-grossing independent film in history until the Blair Witch Project came out in '99.
1: It was independent.
0: It was an independent film. New Line Cinemas was not a big uh, film company at the time.
1: Whoa! Okay, oh, so that's the first. I didn't know that.
0: Um. Let's see. So also. The turtle costumes were made by Jim Henson's Creature Factory.
1: Jim Henson, the guy who does... uh, The Muppets. Muppets. So the turtles
0: are technically Muppets. (laughs) Um, And what is a pretty neat fact about the original turtle suits uh, in the first movie is that the motors were all ran in the shell that operated the mouth in the mask. Uh, Later on, they'd actually be able to make the motors within the... or Yeah, I guess you'd say it's a helmet or mask... They they had that later on.
1: Well, where the hell did they see through? Was it through the mouth, like the people who were inside the suits? No, they saw through the eyes. Huh. Yeah. And they had all those freaking things around their face. Yep. Wow. Uh, um,
0: but one of them was actually claustrophobic. I think the guy who was um, Raphael, was claustrophobic. So he would actually any chance he had, he would have to take the mask off. Oh. Um. Also, uh, Steve Barron, the director, was actually fired near the end of production uh, because the producers felt that the film was too dark. Um, A lot of the production team wanted to make this kid-friendly because of the success of the cartoon and the action figure line. But the um, comic book artist uh, Laird and Eastman, the creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, wanted this film to be a lot more like the comics actually, the more early comics that were in black and white, and those were actually much more darker uh toned in terms of uh what was going on in the plot and everything, and they wanted this to be as far away from the television series as much as possible,
1: oh okay, yeah, I didn't know that um t m n t was uh, very violent, yeah, till later on when I was a kid, I only knew from the you know the cartoon version uh I think it was the early. 2000s maybe or maybe it's 90s I don't remember but yeah that, that's the only time I that's the only way I knew it which was like kid friendly you know no killing or whatever and then I later years years later on someone told me hey did you know that they were violent and I was like really and I saw it I was like oh crap
0: yeah actually in the comics um, Raphael eventually becomes Shredder uh, Donatello like gets like his brain melted
1: what the hell
0: yeah and uh, yeah crazy things like that and yeah. um actually because of the dark tone of this movie and like with uh, Casey Jones wearing the hockey mask and being a very violent character he wasn't in the second one because of that and it, also in the second one spoiler. they didn't use their spoiler alert um, <laughs> they didn't use their weapons as much in the second one either due to the fact that they wanted to try and make it a lighter tone film
1: oh man of ruins it no, no. I don't want to watch the second one yeah I, well
0: the second <laughs> one's still very good <laughs> Um, and did you also know that April O'Neil, uh, her character was supposed to wear the yellow jumpsuit similar to how she did in the, uh, series in the TV series. Uh-huh. um, but the actress, um, who played her, Judith Hoag decided not to, or she didn't want to wear it. She thought it was, uh, she didn't think it was, uh, it, it looked good. And, um, so that's why she actually settled for a yellow rain jacket. That that's if you what watch saw at the that. beginning. Yeah. That's an homage to the uh, television series. Nice. Um, There's a lot of studios that passed on this, um, including Disney and uh, Viacom, and um, I think 20th Century Fox passed on it as well. Uh, Then New Line Cinemas uh, ended up taking a chance on it, and they were a small company at the time, uh, building a reputation for themselves, and, uh, yeah, turned out to work out very good for both parties.
1: Yeah, that's, that's good to hear.
0: Um, so this was your first time watching the movie?
1: All the way through, yes. I had seen. Um, the only part I remember from this movie is when he i or maybe the part where they uh, give a Splinter's uh background, when he's doing the little copying his master's moves. But that's the only thing I remember. Everything else, I didn't know what happened in this movie. To be honest, I thought it was longer than an hour and a half. That was two hours. But yeah. This um, I was surprised by this movie. Uh, it has a lot of like, uh, kind of like silly fun, a lot of action. I like the action. I like the fighting in the movie, but then it does have darker tones, like you mentioned. There are some dark stuff in there, especially when they attack their uh, lair and they take Splinter, I and mean, they freaking torture him. They have him all beat up and stuff. That's a kids' movie. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Uh, and then April losing her house or where she used to live. I think it was her dad's antique store, yeah, it? okay, so I was like that's you know that's kind of messed up, but I did wonder something how like they they leave that place and then they go to that house that's um,
0: yeah, they don't specify how long it is, yeah, um, it's within like
1: that a week or so, or
0: yeah, it seems like it would have been roughly about a week, yeah, um these.
1: Just- and Splinter's not uh, not dead. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's hard to say because that during most of that time Raphael's um Raphael's knocked out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Michelangelo actually doesn't have a single line of dialogue during their whole time there. I don't know if you noticed that.
1: That's true.
0: That's a fun fact.
1: Oh wow. Um. Yeah, yeah he did have most of the best lines throughout the movie yeah yeah
0: michelangelo <laughs> he's pretty well known for that um whether you're thinking about the movie or the animated series or even the uh more modern series
1: he has like those uh zingers or whatever you want to call them uh but other than that uh at first i thought shredder was going to be a splinter's old man or uh, his owner or master or whatever you want to call him at first i was like. Oh, I bet you Shredder's going to be a Splinter's owner or some <laughs> showed, BS happened. They showed this other guy right away. Oh, no. Nope, no, nah, no. They showed the other guy, that's not Splinter. <laughs> that's not Shredder. Uh, so that was nice. That was good to know. And then they showed a whole background between how Splinter and Shredder know each other. So that was interesting to see. Um, yeah, that was. Ah, the rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Oh, and then, of course, the product placements, the obvious product placements. In the beginning when they have the freaking Burger King right there.
0: And Domino's.
1: And Domino's too. I was like, okay. <laughs> they must have paid a lot of money to be in that. Some good money.
0: Uh, they actually had a deal with Pizza Hut, despite Pizza Hut not being involved in the movie whatsoever. Huh. Yeah, another fun fact. There you go. And yeah. um, do you remember the part where uh, Master Tensu started beating up that foot soldier at the end? Or not at Ooh. the end, but...
1: um, When they're like, after they got beat at the... Yeah. And after, then he went, after they went back the, to their uh, HQ, yeah, and he was pissed off. And he started being a crap out of everybody. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, in the original plot, that foot soldier was supposed to die.
1: I thought he died though. He didn't die. No, he, he had. Bre- you hear him breathing. Oh, yeah, he you hear him breathing. And out.
0: then you hear him, it's it's going to be okay. It's going to be. He was supposed yeah. to die. Um, in the which would I have think been it's more in Paris. That release, he dies. Like they don't they don't have the breathing in there. Uh huh. Um, at the last minute producers, like we're all, I like, know we need to put breathing in there. Like it's supposed to be, <laughs> it's supposed to kind of be for kids. So. Yeah.
1: I kind of wish it wasn't for kids, but at the same time I can see why. Yeah. Um, it has that same curse that Star Wars has. They have a toy deal and they have to piece it kids. Well,
0: cause, um, this came out years, uh, after the series. Uh-huh. after the cartoon series that had already been on for a few seasons and after the toy line, because the... Um...
1: Wasn't there a series in the 2000s, or am I tripping?
0: There was. There's was one... The one I watched. There was one on Fox in the 2000s. That's the one I watched. Yeah, that one was very, very good. Um, that ran for, I think that ran for about four or five seasons. And then they had the one on Nickelodeon, which ended recently, and that one's very good. I actually just started watching that one.
1: But so that one's like computer animated.
0: It's computer animated, kind of almost like how uh, The Clone Wars is. But oh. uh, still a really good series, really good uh, voice acting crew on that one.
1: Yeah, because the one I watched in the 2000s was more like um, animated, like you know, hand-drawn animations or still computer animations, whatever the hell they do. But that's the one I grew up with, the late two thousand or early 2000s. That was the first time I watched TMNT. I mean, yeah. even though I had watched these movies before, but I just hadn't, I don't remember much about them, except for bits and pieces from the second or third one. So if we ever watch those, then I'll, I'll kind of put two and two together. But this first one, the only part I remember was that where they go attack where April lives. Other than that, I don't remember nothing else. I probably just watched it on TV for a couple minutes. Um, But yeah, uh, back when I was a kid, Leonardo was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, but now that I'm older, I like Raphael better. Way better. Oh, yeah, because you both get angry all the time. (laughs) Probably why. (laughs) He makes more sense in the things he does. But even, like, Splinter likes him better because he's the only one that has the guts to uh, go after the clan uh, by himself. Everyone else has to do it, you know, kind of wait around. Even though it's kind of dumb just to go by yourself and attack the Foot Clan or, you know. But, yeah, he's my favorite now. Uh, but I like Leonardo because he had two swords. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's it was an interesting movie. I I liked it. Uh, for me though, it felt a little rushed. The movie yeah, t- towards like it get it starts off good, and then when they reach the house part, it just feels so a little bit rushed. Like I, that's why I kind of get confused. Like how much time passed? Was it a day? Was it two days? Was it a week? It's just like there's no um clear way of telling. Wh- yeah. Where. It, the day starts where it ends, and so I was like, well, they kind of rushed it a little bit uh, they should have like drawn it out a little bit more, kind of like add more to the story, but it was it was good, I liked it, not not bad, it's not a terrible movie mm-hmm. I still in, in of
0: terms it. of it aging, do you think it's uh past its age or to an extent
1: because mm, they make a lot I feel like they make a lot of jokes that you had to be from that era in order to understand them. Because there were, like, some things that they uh, set it up as a joke, but I don't get it. Or they make, like, a reference. I'm like, I don't I don't get that reference. Like, when they say, um when Michelangelo's doing, like, the movie impressions, I got the first movie impression, but, like, the one where they, when April says, oh, I bet you that Splinter's... Uh, uh, yeah, you dirty rat, you kill my brother. Yeah. So that one, I didn't get what that was. I didn't know from what movie it was. So I was like, okay, yeah. I understand it, but uh, other than those pop culture references, nah, it still holds up pretty nice. It, it's it's kid friendly, except for like those dark t- darker tones. But yeah. Even though I rather wish it was a little bit more darker and more serious. Yeah. That would that would have a little bit more. I don't know. It'd be a little bit better. Way better than the modern one. I didn't like the modern ones.
0: Yeah, the modern ones could have been could have been better. Could
1: have been better, but they're not.
0: So. Um, they had potential
1: they did sort of the first one I don't know about the second one but yeah so other than that yeah it's not a bad movie I'd watch it again if I had the chance uh, maybe a little outdated though maybe by some some things I don't know
0: I'd say more the lingo Uh the talk
1: the talk the talk yeah um, Kind of like the catchphrases. They try, you know how they're trying to figure out their catchphrase? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, the catchphrases, some of the catchphrases are still used, like Calabunga.
1: No, of course, that one I'm not going to debate. But um, but some other ones are trying to use at the beginning. I was like, what the
0: yeah, hell? Yeah, no, some of them, some of them are, um, are outdated. You know, it's just, it's like, to me, all they would have to do is update that. They could have kept them in the same turtle suits. You think so? To me, those turtle suits are way better than what they did for the new movies.
1: I think they could add a little. They could make them a little bit better. Well, they probably would make them better. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, if, they, you if mean, they had updated technology. You mean that you want them to still be like practical effects? Yeah. Practical effects would be better. Um, cause, not CGI. I mean,
0: don't get me wrong with the newer movies. I did like how they made them look different. Uh-huh. Um, some people are like, oh, it's too much what they did. And I actually liked how they looked um, because it presented them so differently than any other iteration. And they took advantage of CGI happening to this day. Um, and like, people are all like, why do they look like this? Well, shit, they're mutants, teenage mutant Ninja turtles. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're not going to be as simplistic at, you know, when time goes on. And two, it kind of made the turtles a bit more individual.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: In the newer ones. That was a cool thing. But with these ones, um, with the first movie, the fact that they were able to do what they did was amazing, in my mind. And um, I feel like if they just took today's technology and put it into making suits with practical effects, um, you'd probably get a better product. Um, To where they could have still made them look kind of how they did in the modern movies... But you could put it together, like you can actually do do
1: it. I just think that in the modern ones, they made them too big. Yeah, they were too massive that they, they couldn't believe that they were teenagers, or they were just too big to the point that they were OP. Yeah. So it would have been better if they were like that. They were like a eight feet taller. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a smidge taller than a human, or maybe I, I wouldn't size. even
0: say that. I'd say um, I'd say maybe max like have them. Have them be between five and six feet tall. Yeah, I would say have them between that. Yeah, because like um, that's one thing I really liked about the um, the um, recent the CGI or the the computer graphic series.
1: Oh, the computer animated one. Yeah,
0: that one. Um, They made Michelangelo like shorter because he's supposed to be the little brother out of the four. Uh So they made him smaller. And then um, two, they made them all look similar to each other but then they did little things to make them look different like Leonardo looked uh, looked like nothing was up with him Raphael was a little bit like his shell was all beat up rough around the edges because you know he's the brute um Donatello had a gap in his teeth because he's nerdy I guess they're like oh you know he's not gonna have glasses but we'll do that
1: nerdy people have bad teeth
0: and then um with Michelangelo they made him little because he's the small he's the little brother. Yeah. Of the force. So I liked how they did that, where they all look similar, but they all had subtle differences between them. And it's like if they would have done that with this one, that would have been cool, other than the four different uh weapons, other than the four different colors of the mask. Yeah, yeah. Cause in the original comics, they all had when they finally started getting color to them, they all had red masks and they all had um the brown knee pads and elbow pads and wrist tape and all that. Mm-hmm. So they all looked the same. And then later on they made it to where they had the different colored bandanas. Uh, Then after that, they changed it from having different colored bandanas to having different colored gear as well to go along with their um, different looking – or their different weapons as well.
1: Yeah, kind of like – I remember that, I believe. So, Uh, like, uh, Michelangelo has, like, um, orange nunchucks and Raphael's, like, the the grip on his sides are red. Yeah, I remember that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I do prefer that idea where they have their own – Things that make them individuals, not just copy pasted and just different colors. Yeah, that's that's. A, I think they should do that. Remake them, you know, within f- not so huge and not, you know. Uh, yeah. practical yeah, throw, practical and throw CGI. in a
0: little bit of realism. Maybe Christopher Nolan will do that because he likes to. <laughs> he likes to make things real, so it's just going to be like actual turtles just walking around and fighting. Oh, God.
1: Crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going too
0: realistic. <laughs> um, but for me. Um, this movie holds a very near and dear part of my, uh, heart. Um, the VHS that I had for this, I remember, um, I remember getting all three of these movies when I was a kid on VHS and the first one in specific, uh, actually got ruined because I would rewind it so much because I'd watched this movie over and over and over and over and over again. And then, um. The second one, I think, ended up getting that too. The third one, I liked a lot as a kid because it was the it was the turtles. But then as I got older, I'm like, eh, this is kind of lame. But it does have the best one liners in the third one. Oh yeah. So there's that. It has that going for it.
1: (laughs) I look forward to that then.
0: Um, but their their costumes were actually made by a different company too in the third one, so they look weird. Like, I, I was all like, oh, do they just update it because they keep updating things because it's further along? But then uh-huh. it's like, oh, no, different different group made them. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of lame. Uh, uh-huh. But they still had, like, the same mechanics to them.
1: I don't remember them, so now I'm trying to... Um,
0: But they did look like they were easier to move in in the third one. Okay. But uh, Were they
1: more, like, simplistic or more, like, uh, elaborate?
0: They made them kind of a little bit more amphibious. Amphibious. Okay. Almost, like, uh, toad-like as well. They would just have like they had spots on them. And that uh, might have
1: been the one I watched and...
0: Yeah. Well, if they went back in time, that is why. That is the one.
1: Oh, then that is the one.
0: Where they went to Japan? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, That's the one, I one. Um
1: <laughs> there you go. That solves my mystery.
0: But uh yeah, this is uh this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um it's a movie that even now in this current age, I will watch over and over and over again. Uh, the fact that my nephew has become a big Ninja Turtles fan—you know—if he comes over, he'll be like, "Hey, let's watch the Turtles," and he's always down for that. And um, so him and I will just sit there and watch it. I I think there was a day where him and I actually watched this movie, this the first one, like four times in a day, just because he kept wanting to watch it again. And I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna tell you no." Like this is one of my this is my jam. Um. Casey Jones, we both know that I, uh, that's one of the characters I dress up as.
1: Yeah, for people that don't know, Chris loves to cosplay as Casey Jones. as it's a pretty cool costume.
0: Yeah, it's even cooler now. Hopefully, this uh, big global mask. bastard goes away. <laughs> um, cause I actually got the, uh, movie replica mask recently. Um, yeah. shout out to comic and figure addicts in uh, Union City for having that for a good price.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went that one time and bought it. Yeah.
0: yeah. We went and I saw it and I go, how much is this? And I look over and I go, I don't even care at the price. I'm just- <laughs> and you're all like, Oh, so you're gonna get it? How much was it? I go, Oh, it's this much <laughs> and I forgot
1: uh, to talk about Casey Jones.
0: Yeah, well, Casey Jones, the uh the what your thoughts on Casey Jones.
1: <laughs> well, the way he was introduced, uh yeah, it was pretty badass. You know? He's uh has that uh referencing to penalties in hockey two Minutes for this, two minutes for that.
0: Now you know where all my lines at Fantime come
1: from. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a pretty badass way. And then, uh, him fighting Raphael was, a uh, pretty cool to watch. Even though it was a little like, I don't know, maybe the the way that they were going at it was a little bit cheesy. And I, but I, maybe as a kid, you probably would enjoy it more. But yeah, he was, he was a pretty cool character. He's funny. I didn't think he was that much dumb, though. I thought he was a little bit more, uh, more of like a brooding type character, like a Batman type character, but he, not he's not dumb. but, I mean, you know, he's kind of like goofy, kind of like you know, like Surfer Dude. I don't know.
0: He was very humanized in this in ah. the um, in the animated series. In the original one, he was uh, he was a big brute. Um, he talked funny too. He, whenever he'd uh, show up, he'd be all like, "Oh, it's time to take them out. Take out those criminals." <laughs> And you're gonna get taken out by Casey Jones.
1: Maybe that's why I think he. And was he like was that.
0: super over the top in that. Know, um, exactly. But in this, he he was he was much more humanized. He was a uh, you know a regular guy who was just trying to do good in the city. I could believe that. And just take out uh, little punk kids. And uh, the fact that he would use uh, sporting goods as weapons, I thought was great. And his mask, that mask is just so iconic. It's. Uh, it's funny because, uh, as a kid, you know, now, now I love Jason Voorhees, but, you know, as a kid, I was terrified of him and, um, you would think seeing Casey Jones mask that it would, you know, scare me, but it was one. I just thought the design was super cool. And, uh, he was a guy with, with long hair and freaking hockey stick. And I thought he was like the coolest, um, funny enough, Casey Jones is not my favorite Ninja turtle character. What? <laughs> Um, My favorite is Leonardo.
1: Oh. um,
0: He had always been my favorite. Um, I, Damn it. Whenever sure I had that. action figures as a kid, because I used to have a whole bunch of Ninja Turtle action figures from the uh, play school line, because they were the first developers of the figures. And um, I had so many different Leonardos. And um, I remember I had a family friend who was getting rid of uh, figures that her son had collected. And these are all men on card. And she told me I could pick five of them out. And um, I think I had picked like three. Three of them were Leonardo. Jeez. And then I picked out, I think, a Shredder. Because I think there was a Super Shredder. And then I think I picked out one uh, Raphael. But
1: um, I actually oh, I still have, uh, at one time, I bought a uh, Donatella figure. And I think I still have it in my garage. I'll probably bring another one of these days.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could see I have the um. Well, you can van. see the people listening can't see. <laughs> um, that I have. Um, my mom a few years back had actually, I think, at a garage sale or at a at a thrift store or something, she found the turtle van from the TMNT movie that was released in theaters, and um, she got me like one of each turtle, uh, one of Splinter. And, um, I think that's it. Are they inside the van? Um, oh, a couple wait. of them are inside the van, oh. but, um, they did that. And then they came out with the pop figures from the movie, um, which was really cool. And I made sure to grab all of those cause they came out with Casey. And then they came out with the four turtles. And then they came out with April and the box represents kind of from that same line, but she looks more like her from the animated series, which I actually prefer because um, that's my favorite version of April. That was the only figure of April I ever had was from the original series.
1: The one where she has like the Well, she's always had the orange hair.
0: Yeah, the orange hair and the yellow jumpsuit.
1: Yeah. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, Casey Jones only wears his mask two times in that movie? Yep. Right? Yep. He wears it when they introduce him and when he's in the antique shop? Yeah, and I was I was kind of disappointed by that, to be honest.
0: I was very disappointed by that, and he wears it even less in the third one, Jesus. and he's not even in the second one.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I thought, I mean, I would understand if he'd not have the mask when they were at that one kind of, like, house outside the city, but all those fight scenes, he should have had them. Yeah. But-
0: no, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, he didn't have as much screen time. Like, looking back on it now, I wish he would have had more screen time, because even though he's not my favorite... He has grown to be a very close second favorite, uh, just by me portraying him at conventions for the last
1: few years. Which you do a good job of?
0: And um, and the fact that his character is uh, pretty damn cool. And then going back and reading some of the comics, going back and watching um the different series that they had, um, you know, is he, he was a very cool character, and. Um, Somebody who I had wished that um, you know, just had more screen time and was just a little bit more involved in, in the three movies. Um, it's disappointing that he's not in the second one and then the third, it's like why why'd they even bother putting him in if he's not even gonna do
1: anything? Uh well spoiler. Alert. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> Yes, I, I agree with that too. Um Yeah, I was kinda disappointed not seeing him in the mask so much. Uh, the most notable part was him being in the house and his kind of like flirting with april and that was about it <laughs> that
0: that was uh that is that was one of my favorite lines as a kid uh-huh. and it's one of my favorite lines now where he pops What's in it? and says hey you mind uh mind uh not hurting my friend over there Ooh, who's <laughs> the babe <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of the best lines and that's uh one i used if anime and it didn't go in my favor <laughs> damn <laughs>
1: But yeah, he, damn, uh, yeah, they should have used him more in that movie. They should have used him way more. Um They
0: should have put him in Injustice too when they put in the Turtles.
1: I, why didn't they do that? What the hell? Instant money thinking?
0: maker, man. I'm telling you, we need to start writing video games and wrestling.
1: We, I mean, yeah, obviously we don't. Even, they don't know what they're doing. But also the other disappointing thing was uh Shredder's costume. He's oh, in his, his pajamas. PJs. What the hell? You don't like his pajamas? No. <laughs> I liked him better when he has, like, the armor going on, you know? I mean, the, the everything else was cool, but the PJs, I was like, that that throws me off. And, like, how quickly he died at the end. Or, unless I was not paying attention, but... um, Yeah, that was... Yeah, I, how I, he beats up all the turtles,
0: him. and then uh, Splinter shows up and does one move and takes them out. I
1: takes him out. That should have been a, a longer fight, you know? Kind of like a revenge. You know, kind of like a... If the Turtles had lost against Shredder, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But him versus Splinter should have lasted a little bit longer, or at least be a, a little bit more well-choreographed. But it's just one move, and he fall, falls over and gets crushed by the garbage truck or the backside of it. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a letdown. Yeah.
0: No, they um, – And it's kind of funny, too, with the origin of uh Splinter in this one, being that he was a rat turned uh to a mutant. A mutant rat. Where he's you know kind of like a little humanish uh-huh. um but in other iterations and basically in all the animated ones, he was a human that was turned into or turned into part rat
1: huh
0: um like his uh
1: I think I prefer him being a rat better, even though it's not believable that a rat copied a
0: Oh, that's one of my favorite parts, though, is when he's in the cage. When he's in the cage. He's as the a little rat doing the little kung fu moves, that's moving the thing around. I that
1: thing, part, that part stuck out to me. I still remember when I saw it. I smiled. I was like, I remember that part.
0: Used to, so g- growing up, we had a Chihuahuas as dogs. So oh, God. everyone called Chihuahuas rats. So I'd sit there and watch the movie and like mimic one of them, like he like was Splinter with the Chihuahua. With the Chihuahua. Oh, my God. And they just look at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs>
1: That but, yeah, that part stuck to me, and also, yeah, that part where they attack April's house, but it's still a good movie, although I do prefer that Splinter's a rat, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it would have been cool if they were like uh his owner worked at the factory or some place that made the ooze, and somehow I don't know they were yeah, they, instead of
0: him just being kind of like a sewer rat,
1: yeah, and that he decided to eat the ooze, and that was it yeah but uh, yeah well, some some of that i mean you could rewrite that somehow i don't know yeah.
0: well i mean me going back to my opinion after i had to throw you back into the casey jones segment because you
1: you somehow forgot about him i forgot um, well that's how uh, a little forgettable he was no he wasn't forgettable it's just that he didn't have as much screen time as he should have yeah he should have yeah um he wasn't he
0: he wasn't shown as much love as you're giving him now
1: i know which <laughs> is re- uh, weird
0: um yeah no this is um Again, this is one of my favorite movies, um, as a kid, as an adult, um, Elias Cotez kills it as a, as Casey, even though he doesn't have the screen time that he deserves. Um, all four turtles, um, outstanding. Um, April was pretty good in this one. Um, she was actually replaced in the next two. Ooh. Um. Because I guess she was kind of hard to work with.
1: Oh, really? Mm Because at first I was like, she's all right. But then towards the end, I was like, oh, she's kind (laughs) of hot.
0: But I actually did like uh, who replaced her a lot, too. Uh But I
1: have to look forward to that. To kind
0: of mend things over, the the actress from the first movie um, makes an appearance in Out of the Shadows. um, The second movie of the reboot, she makes an appearance as April's boss. Huh, um, so you have to go back and watch that I
1: guess and I have to watch uh, all these movies.
0: The producers wanted Elias Cotez, who played Casey, to come back and have like a cameo, but he declined to me, I don't think he wants really anything to do with the franchise anymore, strangely, huh. I don't huh. think they did him dirty um I mean,
1: well aside from not getting him enough screen time as yeah, a,
0: not getting enough screen time like at an all awesome character um. But um,
1: I didn't even know about Casey Jones until like later on. I thought it was just the four turtles, and I mean, I I haven't followed this franchise enough to know about a lot of the characters. Like the I don't know the name of the what is it? What's the other enemies they have? The rhino? uh,
0: Oh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, those those guys were made for the animated series. Oh, they were. Yeah. Okay. Well, because originally, um they wanted them to make an appearance in the second. We're, we're going to have to do an episode on the second one. No, of course. I, <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I want to watch all three movies. That'd be interesting to watch all three movies. And there's like a lot the I have remix. to say
0: on the second one as well, because the second one I love almost as much as the first. Like, oh. the first two are just money for me. Yeah, the third um, one just sucks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, um going back to Elias Cotez, um, um, the co- toy company NECA makes amazing figures of... So many different things. Um, they made a lot of uh, the animated series and of the movie. Um, and they had just recently released a two-pack of Casey Jones and Raphael. And Raphael's in the raincoat and hat that he wears when they first encounter each other. But um, NECA couldn't get the rights from Elias Cotez to use his likeness. So the mask isn't removable from the character. Like, they were still able to make the character, they just left the mask on. Okay. Um. So I don't know if he just doesn't really want anything to do with the franchise anymore or what. Maybe he doesn't like the movie. Maybe he doesn't like the movie. It's kind of weird. Um.
1: Like you said, it was supposed to have a darker tone and then they fired a guy and make it more kid-friendly. Yeah. I'd be kind of pissed, you know, yeah. if you were supposed to make this kind of serious movie with like... More uh mature themes,
0: yeah, I mean, especially if it's you know it, because the first two were, were really big smash hits, and um you know if they could have put his character into the second one, which maybe that's why would have been great, then the third one he had a he had quite a bit of screen time because he played two different characters in the third one, um, so he was actually in it like way longer, way longer, okay, but you know he didn't get to be Casey Jones that long in the movie,
1: uh, so... Who knows? I mean, it's... I feel like this movie... It's a good movie, but it did You could tell, like, there was supposed to be some mature themes in that movie with uh the burning of the antique store, um like this thing of, oh, is Splinter dead, or what happened to him? I, at first, I thought he was dead. To so be yeah. honest with you, when when they go in there and they can't find him, I was like, oh, he's dead. But then you see that he's alive. I was like, oh, okay, cool. How are they gonna find him? But... Um, yeah, and it has
0: saying damn, like, six times at the beginning. <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah, it was, even though it has, like, that kind of, um, silliness to it, there's, like, some mature themes in there. Yeah. I wish that they would have explored a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it would have been cool to kind of go that route with the movies. Like, keep the movies, not, like, they, they could have. They could have
1: made them PG-13 or something.
0: I don't want to say they could have had, like, a keep them adult theme, because you're still going to want to get that kid audience in there because they're the ones who really sunk their teeth in with the, with the action figures and with the animated series, but they could have went kind of in a gray area, which the first one did. I felt, I felt like the first one was the most gray out of them. It wasn't, it wasn't as dark as it could have been. And it also wasn't kid friendly the entire time as to where the second and third, they really tried to drive that more and more. The second one, not as much as the third one, but, definitely those two. It's like, it's like each one got more and more towards that kid-friendly level.
1: Damn. And I
0: felt like if they would have just kept it how they had the first one, um, they would have been much better. Uh, then two, they actually had some pretty good ideas for the second one that we'll get into when we go over that one.
1: I'm watch it.
0: And then um, there was actually thoughts of a fourth one, which if we ever do an episode on the third one, we we can, will. we can talk about <laughs> The ideas of the fourth one that they had, yeah I,
1: I mean I'm interested I mean this it, like I said it wasn't a bad movie, it's just that um there were some times where I was confused It's supposed to be more for kids or is it trying to explore like darker themes uh, and then it's kind of like the outdatedness to it, and I didn't get some references that's a, that's the problem when you make a movie that has its references too many things of that era. Yeah. and you haven't kept up with that era, you kind of, like, feel kind of lost.
0: Well, I mean, with me, I'm, like, mentally, like, 50 years old,
1: so that's why, for me, it's, like, timeless. Because <laughs> it's like,
0: oh, I get all those references. I've seen all
1: these movies. <laughs> well, it's because, yeah, you like watching a lot of stuff. I barely watch anything.
0: Old well, too, I mean, when I'm here, I watch a lot of modern stuff, but if I go see, like, my grandpa, it's always, like, he, you know, he's into movies from his generation, older movies, or, you know, my dad watches a lot of movies from his generation, so, you know, I get I get all that, so I've seen a lot of older movies, so, which is great, because I could watch other things and get references, Um but yeah. you remember during the trailer when I said, uh, I was
1: going to bring that up, the trailer.
0: So, um do you know what that thing was where I said, "Up, oh, there's a key part right there? No. Where the guy, the guy in the cab, I, I so, like, you, wh- so you know the guy they... in the cab who said, what the hell was that?
1: Yeah. Well, I like I, they zoom into him, that's what I mean, like there are some things that are references that I don't understand. They show that guy and I was like, why is this guy like they they showed him like he was supposed to be some famous guy or someone important, but I don't know who he is. I'm like, what am I supposed to get that I don't get?
0: So that guy who said, what the hell was that in the cab? Yeah. The, the he was the voice actor and the stunt
1: actor in the suit of Raphael. Wow. (laughs) And Raphael is the one that jumps over the cab. Yep. Wow. That's good. <laughs> I thought that, that was
0: brilliant when that, I found that out.
1: That's good, yeah. Well, yeah, because they zoom into him, and I'm like, is this someone who I'm supposed to know? And I was like, I can't think of anyone. I don't know. Maybe it was the creator of the TMNT or, I don't know, or director. So I was like, I was like, I don't know who that is. And then you say Key Part, and I was like, well, I guess I'll eventually I find out. Well, then Sam Rockwell's
0: uh, film debut.
1: Oh yeah, but you didn't
0: even remember yeah, I, who Sam Rockwell. I, I don't remember no. who the hell is that bad guy from Iron Man. T- oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you had to uh, you had to reference a Marvel Cinematic Universe character, and <laughs> oh, I oh I know who that is.
0: Uh, well, I mean, honestly, anytime we're down to do a uh, Ninja Turtle episode on any iteration, I'm down for it.
1: Yeah, like I uh, this movie, um. Makes me want to watch the other two movies. Well, especially now you say they hate the third one. So well, the
0: uh, the animated one, TMNT,
1: uh-huh. that's
0: supposed to be um, after the second one.
1: There was an animated... Oh, was it like a... The animated C- one that C- came
0: out in theaters, and it's called TMNT.
1: Oh, I think... That I one's that one. supposed
0: to take place after the second one.
1: So we could watch it in order then. Yeah. We could watch this. It's kind of
0: almost like they disregard the third one. Huh. <laughs> so they like try and mark that as a third. That's why whenever there's collections, they're always sold the four together. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, then too, if we ever want to do an episode on the two modern ones, even though I'm those ones aren't those. that great,
1: no, I'm I'm well... I
0: still own them and I still I appreciate them for what they are. But you know, super fans are just never gonna be appeased.
1: It's kind of like the Batman films. That third Batman film was so like um subpar compared to the first two but yeah it's it's batman you I love batman so of course I'll watch it but yeah I'm I'm down to watch the other TMNT movies whenever we get a chance well I mean we are but in future episodes for all the listeners they'll be able to hear our opinions well
0: right on man
1: yeah oh well,
0: that's going to be it for us for the week um y'all stay safe you all be cool Wear a goddamn mask and, uh, Calabunga, my friends.